Welcome to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations, a podcast exploring the cool Christian girl's guide to living in America. I'm your girl, April Davenport. I'll reveal to you a little personal testimony while merging ministry, education, and real life. We will also discuss current events with relevant figures of our time. It is the perfect blend of headline news, black girl magic, and of course, Jesus juice. Come with me on a journey you won't soon forget. So stay tuned, don't change the channel, and let's take a ride. Job. 
As soon as I watch the sunrise, then I hear the birds start to chirp. And when the birds begin to sing, like my sister Jennifer or my sister Nzinga, then I'm reminded of the words found in Matthew 6, that the birds neither sow nor reap, but God makes sure that they are fed. And how much more are we to God than the fowls of the air? How many days of our lives has God been seeing about us? At the break of dawn, before our eyes even open, God has already afforded us new mercies. Yes, whether we feel good or not, it is always a good morning. And today is a good morning. But when I first heard this song, it was this next line that really hit me. It said, got my angel gone before me. Now I can't really say what the writer of the song meant, but I know what the words mean to me. On this day, as we remember Charnel, I know for certain that my forever angel has gone on before me, but is always with me. So it's gonna be a real good morning. You should declare it. You should proclaim it. We all have a fresh start, a brand new day. And recognizing that it's all a part of the journey that we are all on. You know, when I began this journey a year ago, I had no idea that two shows in, my life would be shaken, stirred, literally turned upside down. What I know for sure is that God knew because I had already recorded six episodes. So actually the podcast didn't even miss a beat. However, it was almost a year to this date that I had a viewing party for Charnel and my parents before the first episode would air publicly. We were in the den and I watched, we watched the episode together. And as I sat there looking at their faces, cause they were kind of eerily quiet and I'm thinking, well darn, maybe I didn't do as good as I thought I did. I looked at their faces and wondered what was going through their heads. When the episode finished, my sister said, when people come up to you in public, I'm not gonna be taking y'all's picture. We laughed because I knew what that really meant was, yeah, this is good. However, the joke was on me because she really is not here to be taking my picture anymore. And really, she took some really good iPhone pictures. My journey took a definite detour. I mean, honestly, it's been rerouting and rerouting and rerouting for about 347 days now. However, it's still my journey. And somewhere deep, deep down, I must believe that because God is God and because God is good, every step of this journey will all work out for my good. And you too are on a journey, on a charted path. And I'm sure there are many steps that you didn't intend to take. And I'm sure that it certainly didn't include a pandemic. But I want to encourage you to stay in the race, to keep the faith, and to keep going, even if that means taking it one breath at a time. So where has this journey taken us this past year? Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations is the cool Christian girl's guide to living in America. But truthfully, 
We've been blessed to share information and inspiration to that can help anyone navigate these waters we call life. Confession, a written or oral acknowledgement, a formal statement of religious beliefs. I am a firm believer in authenticity. If you believe something, then be bold in that belief. That is why I use my voice to confess my beliefs about various subjects and it is my hope that it will encourage you to do the same. Conviction, a strong persuasion or belief of being convinced of error or compelled to admit the truth. We should all live by a certain set of personal convictions. If we don't have a set of boundaries that govern our lives, then we're bound to do anything for anybody. Be convicted. Feel convicted. Live up to those convictions. I don't share my convictions because I feel you need to always have the same ones, but I share them so that you'll consider your own. Conversation, an oral exchange of sentiments, aberrations, opinions, or ideas. An informal discussion of an issue by representatives of governments, institutions, or groups. I'm a firm believer that the world would be a much better place if people would just sit down and have a conversation. There would be so many more people, so many more problems solved if people would just listen to each other. There is so much more power in the art of conversation. When I sit down with you week in and week out, I seek to have the greatest conversation of my life. As you hear from me, I want to hear from you. Yes, we're all different, but more than likely, we're more alike than we are different. And our similarities have more power to unite us than our differences have to divide us. As an English professor, I teach on themes in literature and finding that common thread between literary works and history. If you pay attention to the seasons of the show, You'll find my love of literary techniques infused through the content of the show. Season one began with, in, with identity. As I shared who I was, I began to explore the cool Christian girl persona and her relationship to the church, to society, and to America. As America began to face the protests of the pandemic, and the protests of racial relations simultaneously, our conversation transitioned to a greater discussion of black America and wondering if there was a place in America not only for the cool Christian black girl, but for blacks in general. As we wrapped up season one, we explored the church as a whole and the impact of the pandemic on the black church especially. We had some incredible guests our first season. My girl, Pastor Carrie Turner, emerging generations pastor of the New Birth Baptist Church in Lithonia. Chief Justice Asha Jackson of DeKalb County Superior Court. My friend and brother, you all know him, Pastor Reginald Sharp of Fellowship Chicago. And of course, my pastor, my absolute favorite person in the world, the Reverend Jerry D. Black, pastor of the Beulah Missionary Baptist Church. We were indeed blessed to have some great conversations with our guests and with you, the Army. 
As my girl Tina Turner says, despite the ups and downs of life, the cameras kept rolling on the river. And season two met us in the heat of an election that just wouldn't end. Is the election really over? Who knows? But nevertheless, black girls everywhere rejoiced when the first ever woman and the first ever black woman was elected to the office of vice president. I think there might be some uncas in the house. I don't know. How awesome is it that in our lifetime, we've witnessed the history makers of former President Barack Obama and Vice President Kamala Harris. Yeah. However, because we love a good conversation, we opened up season two wondering if America was really ready for a black female to be at the helm. I mean, really, we're still talking about the 2020 election. And as we were in production for season two, we also witnessed one of the worst moments in modern times when hundreds, maybe even thousands, descended upon the nation's capital in an insurrection. To this day, there are those who even deny what happened. And as the year began, we watched in horror and we realized that the pandemic was still reigning in the lives of everyone. We believed it was important to urge everyone to take care of themselves. It's always our goal to encourage you to be aware of where you stand mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And so in order to move ahead, we need to free our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. And that freedom comes from knowing who you are and celebrating who you are. As we became mindful of ensuring that black history is a history that is relayed every day, we also wanted to celebrate the core of the black race and the black family, which is always the black woman. And so to do that, I brought some of my favorite girlfriends on the show in the person of my mother and her sisters, my aunts, and all of my first cousins, which are my sister cousins. And boy, did we have a time. It was certainly an episode to remember. And so also joining us for season two was another round of amazing guests. Dr. Monique Gasson, licensed therapist, Dr. Kenyatta Stevens, epidemiologist, to talk about the vaccine. I really need to bring her back. Lisa Zachary, my best friend and owner of Paper Wonders Incorporated, and to help me celebrate my birthday. What a great show. Dr. Robin May, licensed therapist. She reminded us that with God, the best is always yet to come. And let me tell you how God works, that if you read the uh, Bible app, the verse of the day today was, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, and above. And that was my last live episode. Doesn't God work do, and do mysterious things? Yes, he does. And so here we are in season three. And I've called this the Holy Ghost season. Because as this journey gets harder and harder, I know for sure that the comforter is right here beside me. As I told you last year, if you keep reading, there may be instructions, but the promises are never far behind. I'm so grateful for the promise of the Holy Spirit. This season, we have embarked on a mission to help the Army be well. It began with providing vital information about knowing the difference between being healthy, 
and being well. We want to be aligned in our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. My friend, life coach Kashana Hill, stopped by the show for a great discussion on being well. And ever since then, we've been in the relationship series because the truth of the matter is, we can all use a tune-up when it comes to the ships in our lives. Some of us may be on sinking ships, those dead relationships that are bringing us down. Others of us might be on leaking ships, those broken relationships where we can't see the leak, but the water is slowly but surely weighing us down. And eventually, the weight will be overbearing. And still, some of us are on shifting ships, those stagnant relationships that don't seem to be good or bad, but they haven't really moved in a while. They're just riding the waves with no destination in mind. And maybe some of us are hopping from ship to ship to ship. Either way, we won't know until our soul is anchored in the ultimate ship. How can we handle the ships of our lives if we're not first anchored in the one who is never sinking, never leaking, and never shifting? I've had some powerful guests to help us navigate these waters in the persons of Dr. Nazinga Benton, licensed professional counselor, Reverend Derek Johnson, and Mrs. Montre Ashley, certified life coach. And we aren't done yet. So if you aren't on board, you need to jump on and make sure you don't miss a single moment. It's been a great year. And it's been the most difficult year of my life. I know that seems like an oxymoron, but I can say both because of the ship in which my soul is anchored. Every morning, I ask God, why? Why? And even though he doesn't give me that particular answer, he still speaks to me. So I keep going, despite the pain, despite the pressure, despite not knowing what lies ahead. I may not have a lot of things, but I do have God's peace. My motivation for the podcast is to help someone else have God's peace. I can't solve the world's problems. I can't exempt you from challenges, but I can direct you to the one who provides an abundance of peace. Horatio Spafford was a well-to-do attorney in the late 1800s. He was married and he and his wife had four daughters and one son. In 1871, his son would succumb to scarlet fever. And later that year, the great Chicago fire would consume almost all of Chicago, ruining many of Spafford's real estate investments. Two years later, Spafford arranged for his family to sail to Europe for holiday as they were still recovering from the tragic loss of their son and his businesses. As they prepared to sail, Spafford had to return to Chicago on business and sent his family ahead. As tragedy would have it, the steamship in which they were traveling would collide with an iron ship and each of the four daughters would lose their life. After Horatio Spafford had reunited with his wife, having lost all of his children, he would pin the words to this poem 
that would later become one of the greatest hymns of the church. When peace, like a river, attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. I have no idea what the future holds, but I am completely confident in who holds the future. I am so excited for many, many more years of confessions, convictions, and conversations. And no matter what, in pain and in purpose, in remembering and in rejoicing, it is well, it is well with my soul. So year two, let's go. Thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate you, my army. I love you so much. Make sure you stay connected with me on all fronts so that we can learn about each other and so that we can do life together because Lord knows it's hard, but we're going to get through it together. Before you go, I always want to pray for you. Lord, you're so gracious. Lord, you're so kind. We thank you. We love you. We praise you. And whatever you have in front of us, we know as long as you're with us, we will, have, we will be ready to go toward and forward with you. Thank you, God. We love you. Let's go year two. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. We are just getting started. So make sure to connect with me on social at AS Davenport and at Fresh Start Fridays. For more information on the podcast, please visit www.asdministries.org. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show and be a part of April's Army. Remember, anytime is a good time to confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, live by your own personal convictions, and it's always a great time to have a good conversation. I'm your girl, April Davenport. See you next time.